Welcome to the world of culture pop with Steve Mason and Sue Kalinsky. Culture, comedy, movies, TV, tech, authors, trends, pop, pop. This is the Culture Pop Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Culture Pop Podcast. I'm Steve Mason along with Sue Kalinsky. Sue, how you doing? Happy New Year's, all that stuff. Happy New Year to you. I am good. I'm. I, you know, sometimes I feel like such a, a lightweight because, you know, I'm sitting here, I have a wool cap on. I, well, I actually had a heavy shirt on that I took off because now I'm hot. Now you're hot. You now were cold. Hot. Now you're hot. I, you still right. have the ski cap. I still have the ski cap on. Um, but, you know, I talked to friends of mine who live back east and, and I will say to them, God, it's freezing here. And they're like, well, what, what's the temperature? And it's like, I'm always like always some, 50. it's 55 or 50, you know, <laughs> and they're like, you're such an idiot. you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I mean, I, you know, I come from Ohio and Pennsylvania. It snowed all the time. You know, we had wind chill factors, 10 below and all that stuff. And you come to California and you live here for 35 years and you're like, all of a sudden 50 is really cold. Well, it is. I mean, you know, and I say to people, you know, you, you know, your blood thins and I don't, you know, I don't live in, in cold weather anymore. So when it dips down to the fifties, it's relatively cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, it is, people make fun of me for it, especially back East, but it's like, it's a sliding scale, right? Yeah. 50 here is like 10 below there. Exactly. That's the way I view it. That's the way right. I view it. So I want to do a couple things on this uh, show today. First of all, let's do our favorite movies of 2021. Now we see a lot of stuff because we're mm-hmm. getting ready for the show and all that stuff. And we watch movies in advance. So Sue, what is your single favorite movie of 2021? Okay. I, you know, it really is a toss up between two movies. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with last night in Soho. Really? Yeah. You gave a completely different answer in the other take. I know, but you didn't even have to tell people that. <laughs> I'm all about honesty. So why, t- describe Last Night in Soho. Okay. It is this kind of like fantastic, how, how do I say, a fantasy kind of thriller. Yeah. And it takes place um, in, in, in London. And it's got flashback elements to it. And it is just, it's like psychologically just completely bizarre, but it's a great story. The music is insanely good. The acting is great. And one thing, you know, most people, you know, probably wouldn't go to see a movie because of the editing, but the editing was like some of the best editing I've ever seen. And this is Anya Taylor-Joy from Queen's Gambit, right? Queen's Gambit. And uh, Diana Rigg was in it. I mean, from the, you know, from... Um, from the, way back. The, the Avengers. The Avengers, the t- yeah. TV series, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I didn't even recognize her in it. I didn't even know she was in it. And then a friend of mine who actually turned me on to the movie said, you know, and I, I mentioned something about this older character in it. And he says, do you know who that was? And I said no and I named somebody else and he said no it's Diana Rigg and I was like Diana Rigg you know I thought she was dead well she did die in 2020 so this was her last film (laughs) this was her last movie yeah and she's a good way to go out yeah yeah it's a good way to go out yeah so I I, it it, it was just so unique 
too. You know, I'll, was, have to, I'll, I'll watch that. I'll watch that. Okay. Because uh, Edgar Wright, we had Clark Collis on a few weeks back, and he wrote the book about Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg making Shaun of the Dead. So I'll I'll definitely watch that movie. What finished second? Um, tick, Tick, Boom. Love Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, so good. We had Stephen Levinson on, the writer of Tick, Tick, Boom, who adapted the Jonathan Larson uh, musical. And Andrew Garfield is just fantastic in that. Yeah. And, and also, you know, you think of editing in that film as well. I mean, it was shot. It was just, it was such smart filmmaking, you know, because it was, it was a stage show and it kind of still felt like that a little bit yes. in the, in the film, you know? Um, so I thought that that was uh, quite a triumph and uh, Andrew Garfield was, was amazing. And I, I thought everybody in it was really good. The music was great. The story was great. Um, yeah. So that's my number two. Okay. Um, number three is West Side Story. Oh, West Side Story. That's my number one. Yeah. West Side Story. I mean, I never thought I would be so excited and mesmerized by dance fighting, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the snapping and the, I, th- I thought, no, I'm never going to fall for that. Complete. I mean, it really was mesmerizing from beginning to end. I would argue that you could take any frame of that movie and turn it into a photograph that you would hang on the wall and it would be spectacular. Spielberg has got such a, a unique eye. It's just all so beautiful. Well, the cinematographer, Janusz um, Kaminski, he's done, you know, he did Munich. Um, yes. He did. He actually did Funny People when I was in it and then cut oh, from wow. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He was the cinematographer. And um, so I, I got to meet him and he was a, just a really, really cool guy, but it was shot so beautifully. And I mean, did you see the original? I saw the original. I thought, yeah, it's okay. It bothered me that Natalie Wood didn't sing. Right. But that movie was so significant in my upbringing because it was the first musical that I had ever seen. And when the, uh, when the soundtrack came out, I mean, I just remember it, you know, it was that yeah. red cover with the black writing, West Side Story, and then they had the um, fire escape, and yep. then they had the silhouettes of the two actors, you know, dancing on the fire escape. Um, that album played constantly in my house, and uh, and what I loved about what I loved about that movie is that it made tough guys. It made it made it cool to be a tough guy and 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 dance. <laughs> you no, know? it's true. It's true. Dance and, fighting was a thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. it wasn't really a thing, but it was a thing in the show. Right, right, right. And, and the choreography was great. I mean, oh, all that. God. Oh, the, just, oh, God. The music was just. The amazing. actors, people I've never seen. Anita DeBose plays Anita and Rachel Zegler plays Maria. The guy that plays Riff, a guy named Mike Faced, is absolutely fantastic. I just thought, I thought beginning to end, my favorite movie. I saw it in a theater. Mm-hmm. My favorite movie going experience of the year. Yeah, and yeah. My, my other one, a shout out to something commercial because there are a bunch of smaller films that I love. Spider-Man No Way Home. So smart, so clever. Tom Holland, so entertaining. Big, twisty surprise in the middle of the movie. Uh, all the villains come back. All the Spider-Man movies kind of fold together. This idea of the multiverse is, is like kind of the heart of the movie. Spider-Man No Way Home. Clever, smartly written, commercial, fun, 
for anybody of any, you don't even have to have seen a Spider-Man movie to appreciate it. It's, it's that good. So Spider-Man, no way home. I'm going to put right up there with West Side Story. I hope Spider-Man No Way Home gets nominated for Best Picture. I heard I it was it great. Literally saved the movie theater business. Yeah, yeah. Single-handedly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, and I heard, by the way, Tom Holland is one of the front runners to host the Academy Awards this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Which would be great. You know, yeah. he's dating Zendaya, who's fantastic. Oh, she's great. Um, and Tom Holland is a charming kid. All right, so I wanted to throw a couple things at you. Um, it's just random stuff I've done on the show. I want to do it with you. Do these are uh, I have a book. It's called Three Thousand Unique Questions About You. Okay. Oh. So here's one that I like. Do you, Sue Kalinsky, have any compulsive behaviors? No. Not a one. Um. Seriously? Not a I, single compulsive behavior? Compulsive behavior. Like, I'll tell you my new thing, okay? Okay. So, when I'm watching TV, and you know how you set the volume for mm-hmm. the TV, and you see numbers, like, you know, it's at 24, it's mm-hmm. at 36, and it's, mm-hmm. I, no matter what, have to have it on an odd number. I cannot continue watching TV if the volume is on an even number. It has to be on an odd number. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I don't know if this is compulsive. I think it's more superstitious. Yeah. Um, if I leave the house and I forget something and have to go back in, yeah, I sit down. I can't leave the house before sitting down and then leaving again. Wait a minute. So you forget just something. Say I, just say I forget, like, you know, my your purse. Phone. Yeah, yeah, your what, phone. My purse. What am I, 90? Well, I, I don't forget. know. Don't women still have purses? It's just so funny that well, purse, pocketbook, handbag, whatever. And okay, so um, yeah. So if I forget, like, all right, so I forget my my phone or whatever, or my purse, and I have to go back in, I I can't just leave. I can't just pick the purse up and and walk out the door. I have to sit down first and then leave because if I don't, it's bad luck in my mind. Well, there, that's a compulsive behavior. That's actually weirder than mine. Okay, well, there you go. No, you're that's a that's a weirder compulsive thing than I have. You actually you forget your purse or your handbag or your whatever you call it now, your burka bag or whatever that is. And you you have to run back into the house and you get the the burka bag and you have to sit down before you leave mm-hmm. with the bag. Mm-hmm. Just for I, like a second. I don't have to sit for any period of time. Just sit down. I just have to sit down. I don't want to judge, but that's weird. It's a superstition. It's from yeah, my mother. It's a superstition. So that's compulsive. See, it was so handed do. handed down from my mother. Is that right? Yes. Your mom did the same thing. She was very superstitious. She was when superstitious it, about a lot of things. Want to hear well, something okay. weird? Okay. Want to hear something? Okay. So this is now this freaked me out. So I've always had this odd even number thing, right? So mm-hmm. volume has to be on an odd number. Watching TV one day with my dad before he passed away. And he was setting the volume. And he said to me, it has to be on an odd number. And I thought, is this hereditary that we both had this odd number thing that he, unbeknownst to me, had been doing the same thing for his entire life. And then I was doing it independent of him. Hmm. Yeah. 
it's almost like I inherited that from him. Right. Now, was, was there any any repercussion in your head if if it is is there if bad it's show. not the show will be bad? Well, yeah, well, it will be a bad show, a bad movie that I'm watching if it's on an even number. Wow, and you've never tested it. You <laughs> no, never I've, an even number just to see if it's wrong. No, even number's bad, odd number's good. <laughs> okay, like, so that leads to the next question, which I think is sort of related. On a scale of one to 10, with 10 being the weirdest, how weird are you? Oh, God, I would say two. <laughs> that you're not weird. I'm not weird. I don't, I don't perceive myself as being a weird person. Hmm. I would, I would, if you were to ask any friend of mine, and it's funny because being a stand-up comedian, a lot of... You're supposed to be tortured and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What people would always say about, and I hate to say Sue Kalinske like I'm Bob Dole, but people would, would always say um, Sue Kalinske is the most grounded comedian I've ever met in my life. So the most normal I guess comedian. if that's what it means. Um, yes, I, I, I really am not weird. So I also put you, I put you in the one or two range. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think you're weird. Do you think you're weird? Oh, I'm a 10. <laughs> I'm, a, what, I'm a 10. What now, besides the number thing, which you say that mine, my compulsion is more strange than yours, what, why do you put yourself in that? What, what, what is it about you that makes you a weird guy? Well, let's see. Um, uh, I've got a lot of unique attributes. I have boundary issues. I, I talk about things that most people don't talk about. And I ask questions that most people don't ask. Um, if you ask, I'm, I'm very demanding as a, as a boss. I'm very difficult to manage as talent. Um, mm-hmm. I, if you ask my bosses, they would say I'm weird. But part of, part of being interesting and good on the radio and stuff is weirdness. I, mm. I think you just, just let it all, let it all go. Just let it all go. Just mm-hmm. stay whatever. Like, for example, today, I got on these weird rants. So yesterday on the show, it was all about Mayim Bialik. And Mayim mm-hmm. Bialik really pisses me off because she is selling brain pills. Have you seen her sell these brain yes, pills? I have. Which I think is a load of crap. Right. Brain pills are not proven to do anything. Brain pills... Uh, it's not tested anywhere. It's just somebody called Nariva, some company called Nariva. Uh, and she says, I'm a, what is she? A scientist of some kind. She's she a is. neuroplasticity mm-hmm. scientist or whatever. It's like you're selling these brain pills. Like you should hand them out on a candy dish when you're hosting Jeopardy. The brain pills thing pisses me off. But but don't you think a lot of people, you know, con, uh, you know solicit products that are are complete, Bullshit. Why? Well, hope you know? not. Well, you, who you else, guy, who else on, like Doctor Doctor Oz. Well, Doctor Oz is he's been he's been everybody has been on him about this. Okay, okay. he's selling all kinds of hocus pocus. Yeah, but like you know, people solicit like you know a lot of times I watch like um and at you know actresses you know talking about how they use like L'Oreal or you know you know they or Pantene shampoo and stuff like that and it's like you know what there's no way you are using this product. There is no way. Yes, Jennifer Aniston, you're not using Pantene. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just a bunch of crap, you know, yeah. so they, they endorse stuff. That but see, that's beauty products. That's not scientific. Yeah. She's I mean, used, it's not something that, that can really be harmful. Like I, I mean, don't respect Maya Bialik as a Jeopardy host. Mm-hmm. I just don't because she's believes in brain pills. Okay. And another one is we're talking. I thought you were going to say, and another thing. And another thing that Tom Hanks movie, Castaway, is terrible. (laughs) I actually dropped an F bomb on on the radio today talking about him talking about talking to that effing ball for two hours. Wilson. (laughs) Wilson. It's like like Dennis the Menace. It's it's such a difficult movie to watch, and that people are supposed to love it. And I'll tell you the other one. Forrest Gump, I don't like. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump, I think, is, is a load of hooey also. <laughs> so anyways, I I guess just the fact that I'll say weird stuff is what makes me weird. Well, I remember when we were doing the radio show. You would say from the radio show in New York, I was weird. Yeah, you definitely were weird. Um, but when you talk about just saying anything. Yes. There were two memorable moments when... We were interviewing Ted Danson. We were doing the up upfronts. Yes. It was in Pasadena, I guess. Yes, it was. Right? Yeah. And um, Ted Danson came to our little booth and you told him that you thought he was going to be an asshole. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe you just said that. And he laughed. Yep. And he said, why would you think that? And he was like, you were like, I, I don't know. I mean, just just thought you were going to be an asshole. (laughs) It was an instinct that I had. Yeah. And he was really nice. And then we had a lot of fun with him. And then the other person was Aiden Quinn. What was it? The Legends of the Fall? Yeah. Legends of the Fall. You made fun of the movie that he starred in. And you made fun of, um, what's his name? The the, the Brad Pitt? No, no, no. The dad. Um, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Made fun of Anthony Hopkins. I guess he had a stroke or something. No, no, no. I wouldn't have done that. No, there was something. Oh, in the movie he had a stroke. In the movie. Yeah, no, not in real life he had a stroke, but the character had a stroke. And you made fun of the his portrayal of this character. And you were just shitting all over (laughs) the movie that he was promoting. By the way, it was a really big deal of a movie too. Oh, it was. Yeah. And, and he and he just went with it and laughed. And I think he was probably caught off guard, but I think he I think he appreciated that you had such balls to just be so honest. <laughs> I did hate that movie. I know you did. I hated that movie. <laughs> uh, you, you know, I remember this one. Do you remember um, when we had Kenny Rogers on? Oh God, I, I we had Kenny I, Rogers barely. On the show. And what was his song? Don't take your love to town. What was that song? Remember? Oh, come on. You got to remember this. Well, we have to look it up. Don't take your love to town. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Don't take your love to town. Um, it was a three syllable name. Okay. Um, was this, uh, was this before or after, um, his, uh, the, the Seinfeld episode with the Kenny Rogers uh, chicken place. Ruby. Don't Ruby. take your love to town. Yeah, Ruby. Okay. okay. So so we're talking about uh, the song Ruby because I've always been fascinated by it. And I made him sing, Kalinsky, <laughs> don't take your love to town. <laughs> and he went along with it. 
Oh, that's fun. Totally went along with it. You don't remember that. I don't remember that, but I remember Joe, was it Joe, not, was it Joe, not Joe Bonanno, who, one of the, the Bonanno, uh, Bill Bonanno, Bill Bonanno, um, the mobster guy, we had him on and both of us were completely out of control. Oh, yeah. him. I mean, we were talking he, cause he, oh yeah, he was talking about how family was the, like the most important thing. And I said, yeah, but you have a girlfriend, you have this, like you're, you know, you have a Gumar, you know, I mean, you, you know. What? How could you tell? How could you stand here and tell me how important family is when everyone had a girlfriend on? Yeah, that's true. It's true. What was it? It was girlfriends on Friday night and wives on Saturday night. Right. Right. And I looked at him, and I remember we we kept on joking with him. We was like, "Oh no, am I going to get whacked for saying that?" (laughs) (laughs) And he just took it in stride. He had a great sense of humor. So you worked with me. You. So I give myself a ten for weirdness. What do you give me? I would give you um, probably an eight. An eight. Okay, I'll take that. I actually consider it to be an attribute. Yeah, I mean, you're not. Are you insulted by the eight? Would you no, rather? I be actually would rather be a ten. <laughs> I would be- <laughs> rather be. Yeah. Really, really weird. Okay. All right. So I'll work my way up to it. I think most people um, think you're weird. Yeah. I, I thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> That means a lot to me. It really does. There's actually, we're doing this award show for the station and there's a category weirdest host. And I don't want to win best host. I don't want to win funniest host. I want to win weirdest host. To me, that's like a career achievement. Yeah. Well, it's very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Do you have anything you want to throw in here? It's kind of a grab bag. Okay. Um, Thinking. Okay. Is there, is there, is there a subject that is off limits in your relationship? Like something that you, um, is there something, is there something about you that you would never, ever tell your partner? Oh, and you want me to tell it now? You don't have to tell me what it is, but do you, I mean, is that something that do you yeah, feel, there's stuff. You know, do you feel like he knows pretty much everything about you? And if he did find some something out, um, it would really upset him. You know, I'm pretty transparent. I'm mm-hmm. pretty transparent. Um, we don't like to talk about past relationships. Right. Um, we're not big on that. Right. Um, and some of that stuff, I guess, is private or held back or to some degree. But I think mostly... Mostly everything's out there. What about you and Tom? Um, Is there stuff you hold back? Oh, totally. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just us. Tell me one. <laughs> just you and me. Well, you know, there, there, it's funny because there, there are times where, you know, if the things in like past relationships come up and they'll look at me and say, well, tell me. And I'm like, you don't want to know. <laughs> no, no. Stuff I would never tell them. Definitely not. Yeah. That kind of stuff is you're just going to get in trouble. And then the person, like it's 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 something that they're just going to think about all the time, and it's you know they don't yeah. need to know. I can't get stuff out of my head if I know stuff. Oh, forget it. I will think about it. I mean, talk uh, obsessiveness. Yes, yes. I'm, I, I'm, I I do get a I get I get a little obsessive too. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's an interesting conversation. That whole thing was interesting. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of uh, some other fun things to ask each other. Well, I we're doing this because the guest stiffed us. I don't want to say who it was, but somebody stiffed us, and it pisses me off. 
Okay. So, well, I had to make the best of it. Yeah. Someone, no, I thought it was good. Someone steps you, you, you make lemonade. Exactly. Lemonade. All right. So, uh, you know who uh, sponsors this, uh, this amazing podcast every single time we do it? Jacob, who I see all the time on TV. He's on TV. He's on the billboards. He's everywhere. And, you know, maybe over the holidays at some point or early here in the new year, you have a New Year's resolution. You're trying to keep it. And, and no matter what happens, you get into an accident, a car accident, a motorcycle accident, or it's you, it's your kid, or it's your wife, or it's somebody you know at work. And a lot of people think, oh, I can handle this. I, I know how to deal with this. You don't know how to deal with this yourself. You want somebody who's been doing this for a quarter of a century here in Los Angeles. And that is Jacob Amrani. He will call the insurance company. He will talk to their insurance company. He will do all the paperwork and there's a ton of it. He will get you to a doctor within 24 hours if that's what you need. And he will make sure that you get the justice that you deserve. So remember, any kind of accident, you want Jacob and Ronnie. Uh, the number is 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB, or remember the catchy jingle, accident or injury. Call Jacob and Ronnie. Call, Call Jacob. Morning. <laughs> I always have to judge that. I, I, I just, there's always that like pause. That little delay. The little delay. Of- Can't get rid of it. What do you think? You know, but who cares at this point? Well, I hope the guest that stiffed us feels really bad about it. (laughs) No, maybe it was an innocent accident. I think it was an innocent accident. I don't think the person was like, oh, I got to do this show. That hard hitting podcast. Well, also, you know, you have to chalk it up to um, you get like a holiday pass. You know, oh yeah, sure. the holidays. You yeah. know, I'm not in a rhythm. I'm I'm not. You know, I'm not like accountable now. I'm not working. I don't have to be anywhere. Oops. You know. Oh God, I for- totally forgot that I had this podcast today. Okay, so here's what we'll do. We will potentially have this person back, and we will never say who it was. We we ne- we can't say who it no, was. We will never say who it was. This is one of those. Um, Secrets that I would secrets that don't tell Tom. Don't tell Tom. <laughs> <laughs> this is things you don't should keep Juan. to yourself. Yeah, not going to tell Juan. <laughs> All right, hey, if you're uh, listening to the show and you appreciate the uh, the goofiness and sometimes the guests that we bring you, uh, hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. That means a lot to us. And uh, make sure to leave a rating and a review, which would be great. Sue. Thanks very much. It was weird, but it was fun. Always fun. And we will see everybody on the next Culture Pop Podcast. Bye.